if you are exceptionally religious, you may be offended about what, you know, what you're about to watch. But if you're like me and you're with it, you'll, you'll have a little bit of... It, it wasn't meant to come out that way, but some things are just as they are supposed to be. So um, thanks, Sam. We're going to watch a video and um, then we'll, we'll go from there. It was the week before Christmas at a Cheryl and Steve's place, a look of awe hit their friend Edward right in the face. Wow, you really went all out. <sighs> Going all out is what we're all about. Mm -hmm. All year we can't wait for Christmas to begin. Well, if Christmas were a competition, you two would surely win. <laughs> I mean, we've got the tree, we got the lights, we got all the Christmas sights. Yeah, you even have a... Bing Crosby and some uh, festive tights. We've got all the Christmas glee, from that choo-choo train there to this merry embroidery. You'll be doing it with the Bing Crosby. <laughs> we deck the halls with shimmering snow. All the gifts and well, little mistletoe. Not now, babe. As you can see, Christmas is all about the bouquet. That's why we go all the way. Mm -hmm. Which way? The way, all the way. I don't think this is the way. Question our way, you say? Babe. Well, well there's, there's only one way. One way? What way, you say? Well, his way. Wait, I'm sorry. Whose way? God, God's way? No way. Yes, way. Who say? Yahweh. Wait, no play? No play, I mean what I say. Should we, we delay? <laughs> Do it today. Okay. You see, Jesus, God's son, said I am the way, the truth, and the life. I, I'm sorry. We don't mean to cause strife. This is just a lot for me and my wife. It's okay. It can be hard giving everything over to God, but he can change anything, no matter how flawed. And Christmas is the perfect time to join God's squad. Okay. Yeah. But can we still have the sweaters, the carols, and the Christmas cookies? What about these? I'm sorry. My husband and I, we seem mm. to be... rookies. Have all the fun, Cheryl and Stephen. But just remember that Jesus... He's the reason for the season. Jesus came to Earth for you and me. He paid the ransom to set us free. I've never heard such a rhyme. Your words, your heart... All sublime. Huh. Thank you for choosing to assist us. My pleasure. Hey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I enjoyed it. I've watched it a few times now, but um, you sort of pick it up. I should have sort of just rearranging furniture here. Is that all cool? I'm glad. Have people got a, a busy couple of days planned, a month planned? Or people going to be... Who, who actually has the opportunity to sleep in tomorrow? <laughs> Somehow, I, I, I think some of you are lying. And um, that's not very many of you at all. I have this feeling that our almost 15-year-old will sleep in to a degree, but that might only be 8.30.
He's already conned us. My son has conned us into allowing him to open a Christmas present early. And what I don't understand is that he has the ability to do that every year. And every year, my wife falls for it. Every year. It gets to about September, and it's like, I know what I want for Christmas, but the only way to get it is if I get it now. <laughs> September. So by October, he has his Christmas gift. Then come the end of November, am I still getting something for Christmas? And I'm like, no, no, you've got your Christmas gift, but he's already been working on her. Look, she's running out in shame, <laughs> even now. Yeah. So by the time we get to December the 24th, he's then opened a second gift, waiting to open another gift tomorrow. I didn't have it like that growing up in West Footscray. Like, it just wasn't like that. Like, I didn't get gifts like that. If you want to give me some gifts, I'm open. And uh, I can tell everyone what I like to get. Um, but seriously, um, I, I hope you enjoyed that video. I, I am so stoked to have us all here on Christmas Eve. Um, we, we celebrate Christmas as a church family on this night because for so many... They've got family all over Ballarat, outside of Ballarat, in Melbourne, in Geelong. It's so easy just to come together the night before. It's so difficult for some too, but um, it's, it's just a lovely time to come together and, and to celebrate the King. And I, I, I love the opportunity of doing that. And I love this time of year because, you know, whether you're a, a believer in Jesus or not a believer in Jesus, the whole world stops today. Like, they just stop. They, they stop over the next 48 hours, really. You know, Christmas, December the 25th, they stop. They enjoy their holidays. Whether they believe in Christ Mass, Christmas or not, they stop. And, and I just think that just shows the wonderful... I know there's all the bad news across media today, but the wonderful imprint and stamp, the legacy that's been left by the Christian church, by Jesus, by the believers over a, you know, 2,000 years. So praise God for that. So welcome everyone that's watching at home. For those that are streaming, yeah, we're glad that you're with us. Um, if you've got people that you want to show that video to, just jump on our YouTube and um, pretend you're going to watch us again, but just watch that video. And that's be on our YouTube channel. But um, I love the fact that they put it really beautifully. The reason for the season is Jesus. So look, in this very short time, I'm just looking at the time now, in the very short time that we have together, I want to share one particular thought, and that's that God lifts up the humble. God lifts up the humble. And Christmas time is the time where our Father, Father God, through his son Jesus, yeah, um, sends his son and he opens a door to all of us. He, he makes heaven available he makes family available to all of us every single one of us whether whether we're broken whether we're young whether we're whether we're old he he, he opens a door to everyone that's in need he opens a door to everyone that needs a savior he opens a door to whoever's willing to be humble you know and the truth is that really broken humble vulnerable in need I'd imagine that that probably covers 99.9% .9 of us in this room if we're going to be honest at any particular time, yeah? So I actually had a look at what the meaning of humble is in the dictionary because I thought, you know, I should look to see what Google Dictionary says. And, and, 
and it explains it like this, having or, having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's importance. So we know that we can have false humility, so true humility is a person that shows a modest or low estimate of their importance. But that means it can also describe someone who's, some people don't like this word broken, because we often say we're not broken, but some of us, you know, don't live life at 100%, yeah? Some of us don't live life at 100%. So that word humble can also be a person that has a low estimate, yeah, of their importance. Because sometimes we don't realise how special we are. And that's why I love the fact that Jesus came, the, the plan that God had, because when Jesus came, he actually showed us how valuable we are, showed us the importance of our own lives. And that's actually a beautiful thing. So, listen, what we're going to do, we're going to jump into Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1 is a passage of scripture that's often described as Mary's song. And for those that, that know it, it, it's where Mary's given a, a brilliant, a beautiful message, yeah? And, and that message is, you're with child, not because you had, I'm going to say the word in church, sex, but, I know, right? Sorry for those that are listening at home. YouTube could bleep that, who knows, right? But not because of that, right? but by the Holy Spirit, yeah? And, in fact, that child is going to be the baby Jesus, and he's going to be the saviour of the world. Now, here's a thought, and I don't know how many of you may have thought it, you may never have thought it, but have you ever considered that this particular moment in Mary's life might actually have been really tough, like a challenge? Imagine getting that news. Imagine being a young girl her age, an angel appears, and now you've got to believe in angels, an angel appears and says, by the way, you're pregnant. No, no, no. Uh, it's impossible. No, no, it is possible. No, no, it's not possible because I haven't, you know, I haven't done that. Oh, no, no, it's possible. And it's possible through the Holy Spirit. It all gets a bit funky when you start to think about it, right? But it's God's plan. And so this young girl gets this news and she starts to experience something that no one in the whole world had ever experienced before. Ever before her. And so life was going to become really tough for Mary. She, you know, she was going to face, oh, imagine the opposition. Oh my goodness, I don't know what it's like in your home. But if you're brought up in a European home, and all of a sudden, a young age, outside of wedlock, you fall pregnant, back then, there wouldn't be as much grace as there might be now. Back then, they could well have been shown the front door out, yeah? Imagine the opposition, the humiliation in the community itself. Just what she would have faced when she received the news for the first time. Challenging stuff. Then, on top of that, she has to become aware of... of the guy named Herod, King Herod. And, and King Herod's actually a cruel, evil man. So evil that he's out to get Mary. So she's just found out she's pregnant, outside of wedlock, not having sex, humiliated in the community, and now she's got this evil guy that's after her, not only after her, after the Christ child. So life, life, all of a sudden for this young girl is going to get really, really difficult. 
Yeah? Here's the brilliance. This is why Christmas is such a celebration. In amongst all of that turmoil, confusion, all of the stuff that she was going through, yeah, regardless of all of that, when she hears the news, she celebrates. She flat out celebrates. You know, if you think about those, um, what are they called, emojis? You know, when someone has a birthday, you send an emoji. Is it called an emoji? Have I got it right, Samuel? I normally get the word wrong. I call memes, memes, or memes, memes. I, I get all sorts of words mixed up. You know, some, some things are um, a myriad or my raid. I, I get words mixed up. I've got Italian heritage. But if you think of those emojis, someone has a birthday, or, or, or you're celebrating something, and you, you send a picture of balloons, or there's confetti, or there's clapping hands, there's all sorts of stuff and in fact there are some people today that I feel like that's that's the only way they speak is, is through emojis right it just seems like it's fixed on their phones but I, what I paint that picture to suggest this that Mary's song is like those emojis it's an explosion of joy yeah it's a flat-out celebration because they're super famous words but we can so often easily miss the sense of joy that are in them Luke 1, verse 46. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He's helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Bit of a long reading, yeah, but but really beautiful, and, and I want to share really simply today, because there's quite a lot in Mary's prayer, and, and on Christmas Eve, it's probably smart if I keep it reasonably short and simple, bite-sized chunks, if you will, because then we've got something that we can take away, yeah? So let's have a look at this. It starts in verse 46, and it says, And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. So she gets all this news that should up just... Her world is in upheaval, and yet she chooses to glorify God. She starts by glorifying God. And then verse 47 says, And my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. She even acknowledges that God is her Saviour. You know what? You and I, whether you know it or don't know, we all need salvation. All of us need salvation. We all need to be saved. Amen. Verse 48 says, For he's been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. Mary describes herself as humbled and blessed. She's got news that should be rocking her world. Think about how some of us react to stuff that happens in our lives that turn it upside down. Yeah, She's about to be humiliated. She's got a king that's after her, that's after her child. And yet she has the gumption to describe herself as blessed. And then she says, and God has done great things for me. You know, for you and I, I encourage us all to consider, even at the end of this year, the great things God has done in our life. You know, for those that call Family Life Church home, for the great things that he's done in our church family alone, the great things that he's done in the world that's around us. 
You know, verse 50 says, His mercy extends to those who fear Him. From generation to generation, He extends His mercy. That word generation is, is mentioned three times. Do you know why? It's really simple. You're going to love this theology. You know why it's mentioned three times? Because it's really important. <laughs> right? I know, right? Don't have to be a rocket science to understand, you know, rocket scientist to understand God. It's really important. So it, it's mentioned three times. In fact, just have a look around the place today. It's, it's really sweet to see the different generations that are here that have been involved with the carol so far, yeah? It's a sweet picture of what God has in store for us. Verse 51 says, He's performed mighty deeds with his arm, and he scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. God's done mighty deeds. But if you were to speak to the Israelites, the believers before Jesus, about mighty deeds, they'd be talking about the crossing of the Red Sea. Yeah? But when you talk about mighty deeds today, you talk about the coming, the birth of Jesus. You talk about his death. You talk about his resurrection. They're the things that we talk about. So I am so thankful that Jesus is alive. Amen? Yeah. You know? And, and I really like this one. I, I hope you do too. Because there were really, when you read this, there was obviously, and there are some really arrogant people that defy the angel armies of God. Yeah? But Mary's reminded, or better still, I think, she reminds us that God knocks down the arrogant. It, he does it. He knocks down the arrogant. He knocks down, if you, were, if you wanted in today's you know, um, vocabulary, he knocks down all the big heads. You know? He's brought down rulers, it says in verse 52, from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He's filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich empty, away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful. You know, there, there's so much stuff in Mary's song. There's so much stuff in, in this prayer that I noted when I went, went through it. And, it, and it's a, a long reading because there's so, much, there's so many things that God has done. But, but if we could try to have a look at everything that he's done and, and, and give it a word or, or, or try to summarize and surmise in, in just... Capture it in one thing. What is it that he's actually done? You know, what would it be? We know it's all about Jesus. That we know. Yeah? We know it's all about him. We know that Mary's song is going to point us to Jesus. And, and if you keep reading in Luke and you get to, to Luke chapter 2, yeah, once you get there, we know it starts to talk about David's town. You know, a saviour is born. We know it's all about Jesus. But what's the heart of this song? What's the heart of this prayer? I think she's really saying, thank you that you lift up the humble. Thank you that you lift up the humble. There seems to be this overwhelming theme in this song, in this prayer. God, you lift up the humble. Think about it. King Herod was so arrogant and so proud. He built lots of stuff. He, he, he built buildings all to say, look how great I am. But at the end of the day, Herod ends up being this small little footnote in Scripture. This little footnote, in actual fact, is that he's portrayed as a murderer, a weak and insecure person. But Jesus, on the other hand, who's born humbly in a manger, who lives a humble life, he was laid in that stable. He works as, as a carpenter in a carpenter's shed. He dies on a cross, yet he lives today. The amazing thing is that the most glorious man that ever 
walked on the earth that has ever lived was also the humblest man that ever lived. And the thing about humility is that God ends up lifting up the humble. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that God resists the proud. And so God resisted Herod. And Mary says, thank you, Lord, that you knocked down the arrogant. And through her humility and ultimately the humility of baby Jesus as he grew up, Jesus gets lifted up. So God opposes the proud and he lifts the humble. What does it mean for you and I? How, how do we pray knowing that God sent his son at, at Christmas time, knowing that he sent him so that he could be a, a saviour in our lives? How do we pray at Christmas time? What should our prayer be? I mean, we can pray for God to do heaps, to do lots. He's God. He can do anything. We can ask him to do great things. But I'll tell you something, it is such a great encouragement for me to pray, knowing that he lifts up the humble and he resists the proud. So Mary's song on this Christmas Eve is this beautiful explosion of joy, you know, the emoji of balloons and confetti. That's what it really is. It's poetically saying, I glorify God who lifts up the humble. There's a a, a video that I want us to watch now, yeah? Yeah, I know, wow, it's a really good one. You'll like this, Ruby, right? It's an awesome video. This video itself, you know, is very, very special. There's some very special people who are sometimes considered less than others. But they're not less than others at all. Why don't we watch this? Oh, that's not in the way. I know it's no one's fault. It's no one's fault that someone is born with a, with a disability. But then you still feel like, but why did this happen to us? Welcome to all of you. Please take a seat. We want to now share a nativity treat. This story of Christmas, we tell it in rhyme. Some actors have lines, while some of us mime. I was overwhelmed with grief uh, at the loss. I thought a beautiful baby has got Down syndrome and it's such a disaster. Meanwhile, great Caesar, Augustus, in Rome, made a decree to return to your home. For Joseph, this ruling meant Bethlehem town, so they rode on their donkey all the way down. God didn't give me a straightforward answer of why this happened. It just took time for me to realize God's answer was, wasn't so much what was wrong with Levi as much as there was something wrong with the way I was thinking. Mary was speechless. She didn't know how these things could have happened, but still she bowed. I think of Mary, of all she goes through. It's not her plan, it's God's plan. She just goes with it. She's humble, she's calm. She's reassured by the fact that everything's going to be okay. For he has remembered me, his lowly servant. From now on, all the people will call me happy. He has brought down mighty kings from the throne and lift up the lowly. What we learned um, was that God was with us. God suffered with us and, um, and he gave us the most beautiful child and there was no reason for me to grieve or compare her or, you know, um, you know feel sorry for her. You know, in my old view, before she taught me, I thought she would lack. She's not lacking. 
So gathered around that we baby boy, all people are welcome to know heaven's joy. From angels to donkeys, from shepherds to king, the little Lord Jesus, God's welcome he brings. He came to all darkness from heaven above. He stooped to the crib and the cross out of love. He showed in our weakness and weakness and mess. And still he embraced us nevertheless. If you're feeling rejected, excluded a stranger, remember the one who came down to the manger. perspective about humility isn't it <laughs> but it's a loving reminder this is why we celebrate the coming of our saviour Jesus yeah this is why we celebrate the new open door because it's for all of God's creation Christmas is the opening of a door for everyone yeah it doesn't matter what shape you're in It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter how, how tall you are. It doesn't matter what background you're from. It matters not your ethnicity. It, it, it doesn't matter from every walk of life. When, when the baby Jesus came, he opened the door for the taller, short, for the, for the couples, for the singles, you know, for, the, for the fat, the thin, the angry, the kind. He, he opened the door for the joyous, the anxious, for those that are super smart and for those that are street smart. He opened the door for all of his children. And at the end of the day, here at Family Life Church, <laughs> we are, for those that are our guests here, we are a bend in a river, yeah? Where Holy Spirit flows. And those of us that have some brokenness in our lives end up on that turn, end up in that corner. Because it's in this place, because Christ has opened the door for us at this time of year, yeah? It's in this place that he makes us whole. It's in this place that we're restored. It's in this place that we are revealed for God's glory. The broken, the disheartened, the lonely, the alone, the abandoned. This place, because of Jesus, is a safe place for all people. And we're just so glad that you could share Christmas Eve with us in this place. And this door will always be open for all people of all shapes and all sizes. You just, we just need to be humble in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen? Hey, we've got Christmas to celebrate tomorrow. Who would like to sing one more Christmas carol before we finish up? Yeah? yeah. yeah? Come on, guys. <laughs>